0: Welcome to another episode of the Pennsylvania Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Nichols, alongside my co-host, Jason Gottesman, the spokesman for the House Republican Caucus here in Pennsylvania. And this week, we're going to talk about voter I.D., and this is a hot issue because it seems to be broiling in the public consciousness as something that's not too bad an idea. And this seems to be changing from how it used to be. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of uh, voter ID in Pennsylvania and why this has become such a hot
1: button issue? Well, look, I think voter ID is a hot-button issue only because there is a desire to make sure, a bipartisan desire to make sure that our elections are as secure and uh, free of of fraud as possible. Um, It was very telling in the recent uh, U.S. Supreme Court opinion written by uh, Justice Samuel Alito of the U.S. Supreme Court where they found that 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 state's restrictions on uh, ballot harvesting and other uh, ballot security measures were, were constitutional, that states can basically go ahead and try to prevent voter fraud before it's discovered in their state, and that this is not necessarily a solution in search of a problem. I think to a lot of people, it just doesn't make sense to a lot of Republicans, a lot of Democrats, a lot of independents. I found it very ironic that at a press conference held in Media, Pennsylvania a few weeks ago, uh, where where Governor Wolf was at, I happen to be there as well, and where he talked about how terrible it is to show voter ID you actually had to show ID to get into the government building where he was holding the press conference so that really didn't make much sense to me so you know you have to show ID to you know go to a movie theater if it's a, an R-rated movie and people have questions over your age uh, I know that because I used to work in a movie theater um, you have to show ID to go to the hospital or get medical care um, you have to show ID to buy beer or cigarettes you have to show ID uh, in, in many regular comic- Circumstances. It's not uh, a completely unheard of idea, even in Pennsylvania, to show ID to vote because right now we have a requirement that first time voters, uh, whether you're in a a new precinct or your precinct has moved, uh, to show your identification when you're the first time voter there. So it's not been proven to be particularly onerous, especially in the context of the most recent proposal, House Bill 1300, which required uh, or allowed, I think, 20 different forms of identification, including a free form of identification to be provided by the Department of State, uh, a driver's license, a non-driver's uh, license photo identification provided by PennDOT, and uh, your voter ID card, your laminated, barcoded voter ID card, could uh, provide be, be meet that voter ID standard. On top of that, even if you didn't have any voter identification whatsoever, you could still show up and sign an affidavit saying that you are who you are, and still be permitted to vote as normal. So, look, this is a, a far, far cry from the uh, voter ID or requirement that was back in, in, in 2012 and then was put on hold by the court. Again, there's a lot of misinformation out there about that uh, voter ID being found unconstitutional. It wasn't. There was some dicta that went through a constitutional analysis that really wasn't uh, applied to the actual case itself. But uh, that being the case, you know, that the, there was a painstaking process that went through uh, in the formation of House Bill 1300 to make sure that the voter ID requirement provided in there did meet constitutional muster, that it provided exceptions, that it made made sure that people were getting a free ID, that this ID was widely accessible. Um, and even Democrats themselves have recently uh, changed their tune in terms of national Democrats like Stacey a- Abrams, Jim, Cl- Jim Clyburn, who's the, the House Majority Whip down in D.C., uh, saying they support voter ID requirements. Um, Senator Joe Manchin, uh, as part of the For the People Act, which is a nationalization of our elections, which should be very certainly frightening to people, uh, said that voter ID components should be a part of that uh, in his compromise to get that done. So, look, there, there is a lot of hand-wringing by a fringe minority of, of far-left uh, Democrats who uh, feel as though voter ID uh, or any voter security measure is uh, is going to disenfranchise voters. There's a piece that came out in the Philadelphia Inquirer this week that basically says, we don't really know the effects of what voter ID will be. It's, it's a very complicated issue. Certainly, there have been states where voter ID laws have been implemented, and turnout has gone up, and that's because uh, there becomes a large education campaign around the need to bring ID. People are more... It, more willing and, and more educated on the need to vote, what they need to have when they vote. it's it's And it's something that really, I think, goes to instilling confidence that people are who they are. It's
0: instilling confidence, I think, is a, a key issue here. We We mentioned that we're trying to avoid the idea here that people are saying that it's a solution in search of a problem. The problem that we're actually trying to solve here in Pennsylvania is, confidence, voter confidence in our election system. If you say that there's no problem, then what what problem do you have in allowing this, just as a confidence measure, to ensure that people know that their vote counts, it counts once, it counts fair, is the same as everybody else's, and and that, in my opinion,
1: would, would draw people to the polls and say, hey, it really matters, my vote matters. Well, I, I, I think that's the overall question, and and really there is no good answer. Um, you know, Governor Wolf seems to be absolutely confused when he gets pressed on this issue. He seems to be uh, not having a, a great answer as to why voter ID uh, is the, the the left's boogeyman of the day uh, on voting. Uh, ultimately, what, what he did give up on, though, was by dying on this hill of, uh, of voter ID and saying he won't sign any bill with voter ID in it and won't even negotiate, he didn't spend a single minute of his time trying to find out what he could have gotten uh, should he comp- compromise on, on something like that. The USA Today network of newspapers today, about 30 papers across Pennsylvania, has an editorial expressing the, uh, the will of all of those papers that basically Governor Wolf really uh, let Pennsylvanians down by walking away on House Bill 1300 because uh, right now uh, the path forward for us as Republicans is, you know, we tried to put a big compromise bill out there that we thought was a really good way to try to get support from Republicans and Democrats, which it did. Did, um, and and try to get the governor on board and and try to get him to the table and negotiate. The governor didn't want to do that, so now we're going to go and just make sure that our priority of voter security is taken care of. And 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 I know Chairman Grove has expressed a willingness to to run this constitutional amendment on voter ID when we get back in the fall. Um, and that it's already passed the Senate. And uh, again, this is supported by an overwhelming majority of Pennsylvanians. So there's no reason to think, at least today, that it won't become part of the law of the land. Uh, but by basically sidestepping voter ID and this whole entire house bill 1300 the governor basically is still going to lose on the issue of voter ID and he didn't get anything else that uh, might really improve voter access like uh, like early in-person voting like more pre- canvassing time like like l- lowering restrictions on drop boxes and legalizing them for the first time providing funding for counties at a historic level for the first time so I, I think one of the things that, that that Pennsylvanians and and people who are independents who are Democrats who are Republicans should be upset about is that you have a governor, you have a party here, uh, the Democrat Party, who did not want on any way, shape, or form to spend some time to actually negotiate this bill, to negotiate the provisions of it, and, yeah, to realize, you know what, we're on the wrong side of of where the public is on this issue, um, and and we need to make sure that in order to restore confidence in our elections, yeah, we do need to come to, uh, you know, help the Republicans uh, advance their priorities, and as part of that, we will get some of our priorities, and that's how negotiations That's how compromise is reached, um, and and that's how things should normally proceed. But unfortunately, the governor just took his veto pen uh, and went home and decided that this was uh, something that he didn't want to deal with at all because of voter ID. And he really did a disservice to the people of Pennsylvania, uh, especially when they're going to be waiting in lines for four hours uh, in the next election cycle for uh, waiting to cast their ballot, uh, a disservice by doing that.
0: There is a flip side to that coin, and that is that by bringing this as a constitutional amendment, we can look at just the issue of voter I.D., no other election issue, and say, should we have this? And that is a very clean decision to present to the people, say, should we have some voter I.D.? Is it really a problem, or is this just smoke being blown by those who want to control and maintain control of the election system.
1: Well, and look, recently there have been a number of uh, editorials out there basically saying that Republicans are doing a uh, sort of a, a, a end run around the process by going this constitutional amendment route. But ultimately what it does is it allows us to take our case directly to the people. When you have a governor who's not going to engage, uh, who uh, is, 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 is more emboldened to uh, have partisan swipes of his veto pen rather than sit down and look face-to-face across the table uh, at Republicans and try to negotiate something— uh, you know, these are things that we know are widely supported and we're going to put them on the Constitution. Look, the, the same people who decry us going and using the Constitution as a, a constitutional amendment process as a means to get what we want to go around the governor are the same people who think there should be uh, better rules uh, in the House by uh, allowing priority bills, uh, allowing referendums uh, more like uh, other states have, um, and allowing more popular voter participation in the way that laws are made. So, look, th- this is uh, what what we need to get done to make sure that uh, we can continue being the voice of the people here. We're the closest to the people uh, of all lawmaking bodies uh, at the uh, the macro level, and um, you know we're going to make sure that we continue to exercise that power in a way that best suits them.
0: This has been another PA Policy Podcast. Tune in for more on PA House podcasts.